0: Okay. <laughs> Good morning, Bucknoters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, March 27th, 2020. I am Dave Biddle. I am very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. Jay Book could be a very good day on the recruiting front again for Ohio State. I should say a good evening. Tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern, unless something changes, Travion Henderson will make his announcement, and it looks very good for Ohio State. Just your thoughts on this situation.
1: It's tremendous. I mean, with uh, Ohio State recruiting, is really helping a lot of Buckeye fans get through these tough times. Being able to snag a five-star running back who's yet to even step foot on campus, um, especially after the the misses that we had last year, is a tremendous get for the program. I I tip my hat to Tony Alford. He has done an outstanding job recruiting um, as a primary recruiter for his position, but he's also done a really good job helping out as a secondary recruiter on a lot of the other prospects. But when you when you look at Travion Henderson, he is a burner. He's a track guy. Right before indoor track season was canceled, he was uh, the top sprinter in the state of Virginia in the, the 55 meters. So you're getting a guy who's going to be able to, to make people miss at the line of scrimmage with the ability to take it to the house. So anytime you can lock up um, two big-time running backs this early in the process, it's, it's just a tremendous relief to the program at a major position of need. He's got tremendous
0: speed. It's his Film is ridiculous. Talk about his physicality, though. We know he's a track star. I mean, his speed is just, he's not one of these guys who's a track star, and it doesn't translate to the football field, obviously, as you were just articulating. I mean, it just shows up big time on film, his speed, his agility, his elusiveness. Talk about his physicality.
1: Yeah, and I, I thought his head coach um, a, a couple of weeks ago had some interesting comments in regards to it. Basically, his coach was saying that, he's really just now starting to grow into his body. If you if you look at him now, a lot of sites have uh his numbers kind of all over the place, but the latest reports is he's around 6'12"10. That's a pretty pretty big size running back that still has another year of high school football left. Um but it's the the thing that his coach said is he still has the frame to continue to grow. The one thing you have to like about that is this is He's put on a, a considerable amount of weight. He's a really big running back, but the most important thing is he still has maintained that that top end speed. The fact that he's up to two ten and he's he's one of the, the fastest guys in the state of Virginia tells you that there's a lot of room for him to grow. The ceiling is extremely high. Once he gets into Coach Mix' uh, strength and conditioning program, I can see this kid being a six one. 220, 225 running back that has the ability uh, to go to distance while also lowering their shoulder and giving people that boom at the line of scrimmage.
0: So, again, Bucknutters, get on Bucknuts tonight, 7 p.m. Get on there before then. You know, chat with your fellow subscribers. If you're not a subscriber, sign up. Uh, we'd love to have you on Bucknuts. If you're listening to the show on iTunes and you like the show, give us a five-star review. We would love that. That helps a lot. If you're listening on YouTube, subscribe, that helps a lot. So if you like the show, uh, that's how you can help. Let's move on to other topics. We'll get into a lot of the high points of Ryan Day's teleconference on Wednesday. That was awesome, Jay. Buck. he talked to us for 45 minutes. We'll get into some of the stuff that really jumped out to you. But uh, one of the things he did talk about was how this layoff is affecting the team. And I'm just curious to get your
1: thoughts on this. How, How do you think this layoff is affecting the Buckeyes? yeah right right now you're in uncharted water. I mean this has never been uh seen before in the in the life of college football um the The thing that really concerns me is you were going into a very important spring where there were a lot of position battles that needed to be settled um I know Ryan Day touched on the quarterback position with c j Stroud and Jack Miller. Those are two very young guys who are who are learning the playbook, who needs all of the reps. One of those two guys are probably going to be the second-string quarterback and will get a significant amount of reps this year, considering Ohio State's going to beat the brakes off a lot of teams. but And just in case Justin, something happens to Justin Fields, and we've obviously seen him with the knee injury, but you want to have those guys ready to go. Um, but but just the offensive line, also finding the, the, the two other starters at the offensive line is going to be imperative. So I think missing those reps in spring ball, it will set Ohio State back. But the good news is, is that that's going to be every team in America. Everybody is missing those reps. Every team in America has position battles. Yeah, that's they a very good point.
0: Um, it's not like it's just, you know, Like Ohio State and the Big Ten teams are dealing with this, and everybody else is just like, you know, it's all good. Um, You know, it's 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 terrible what's going on in our country right now. But if everybody does their part, hopefully we'll get through this and we'll have football. I mean, that's you know, let's just get through this and everybody do their part and let's have a football season. That's one of the things Ryan Day talked about. I mean, he kind of just talked around that as as we were told up front from Jerry Emig and. First of all, thank you to Ryan Day for doing that for 45 minutes. Ryan Day is such a class act. I put this on Twitter, for those who didn't see it. At the end of it, we're all ready to thank him. He's like, Jerry, can I, can I jump in here? I just I, I just want to thank all of you guys. He's like, thanking all of the media. He's thanking us, you know, the Buckeye reporters, for, like, putting Buckeye news out there. He's like, I realize there's not a lot for report, but you guys. So then he's just, he has no reason to thank us, but he did. That's just what a class act he is. But, oh, I thank Coach Day for taking the time to do that. I thank Jerry Emig, the SID, for taking time to say Set that up, um, I know you listened in. Um, just what are some of the things that jumped out to you? I'm sorry, again, there was a bevy of things, like 45 minutes of Coach Day talking to us, including his favorite snacks that he's eating during the quarantine. But from a football standpoint, Jay Buck, what really jumped out to you?
1: Yeah, I thought it was interesting that Ryan Day was asking about a potentially OTA. Uh, type of situation that you see similar in the NFL once guys are allowed to arrive back on campus because they are missing that practice time. And and the way things are trending, uh, once the guys come back, you're going to be having to gear up for fall camp. You're going to have to be gearing up to get guys ready to go for the season. And one of the most important aspects of Ohio State football is the summer conditioning program. That's where Coach Mick really takes over uh, the football program, and he really gets a grasp on what type of program they're going to be in Ohio State for years since Coach Mick has been in the, within the program. That's kind of where they really start to separate themselves from the majority of the other programs in the country. Ohio State is always going to be one of the top five most talented teams in the country, but during that summer conditioning session that's that kicks in after spring ball, that's when. Ohio State really becomes one of the most well-conditioned and toughest football teams in the country, and you're missing that. So they just going to have to be able to guide guys back in. And and if you look at some of the injured guys, Dave, that's going to be something that's going to be something that you're going to have to keep an eye on. You you look at uh, Marcus Crowley and Master T. If they were on campus, they would be getting top-notch rehab. With the Ohio State trainers, um, with them away, they're going to have to kind of rely on, you know, local uh, personal trainers or, or therapists. So it could be a little bit of delay on those guys who are who have injuries that were looking to come back in the fall that maybe push back a little bit. So that's going to be something to monitor. Obviously, Ohio State keeps a, a, they're very hush-hush when it comes to injuries and the progress house a player is doing. But that's obviously going to be a major effect with them not being being able to be constantly in those facilities, getting the rehab that they need
0: last thing. the Buckeyes are at the scholarship limit. We know that, but there's also guys that leave every year after spring ball. there's not spring ball this year, but I still think there's going to be guys that probably leave the program, you know, assuming that you know camp opens on time and everything, and hopefully it will. there's probably going to be somebody who transfers. My question for you, I feel like there's there's still a at defensive back, you know, and who knows, maybe there's not a DB in the portal that, you know, would even be a good fit or would even be better than some of the guys who are on the third team at Ohio State. But do you think Ohio State is going to look in the portal to add a defensive back as a grad transfer?
1: I don't think so. I think it's, they're going to roll with the guys that they have. I, I know Kerry Collins is very high on a unit. They're younger guys, but with the veteran leadership of Sean Wade, um, and then you're going to have some of those guys who play meaningful snaps towards the end of last year. I think they're going to go with those guys. I mean, this is Ohio State. They, they've recruited nothing but four and five stars over the last several years. A lot of those guys take the binky out of their mouth. It's time to step up. Um, it's time to start playing some big-time football. Your time is now to shine at Ohio State. So they're going to give you every opportunity uh, to show that you belong and Right now, the grad transfer, um, will they even be good enough to see the field here at Ohio State? If, if, I, I know Ohio State has hit it out the park with the grad transfers that they had over the last year, um, but the guys that they currently have, they're talented. They're just very young and raw. Um, losing the two guys in the off season definitely hurt as far as numbers-wise, but I'm still very bullish on the younger guys that they currently have on the roster that's going to be showing up in the fall
0: camp great insights as always from Jonah Booker thank you very much for your time as always Jay Book and thank you all listeners out there for tuning into the show hope everyone has a great day and a great weekend Let's we'll try the Buckeye swag best damn band in the land